Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening to Aaron and Alex. Yes, good afternoon. Aaron and Alex with you for your Monday afternoon. Now, we have a new voiceover, man. How exciting is that, Al? Yeah, it's a familiar voice too. It is. It's quite familiar. Um, I go to sleep with those dulcet tones some nights. No, it's uh, one of your housemates, Al. He's stepped into the studio and he's recorded a bunch of stuff for us. It's quite nice, isn't it? It is nice. We are he back. Lo- he loves flaunting his voice, though. It is. He's got a beautiful voice. Definitely did not say no at all. <laughs> he was never going to say no. It. it is Aaron and Alex for your Monday afternoon. Now, Al, it is so hot in Shot. here. I know. Um, yeah, I, I'm playing a game again today that every time you say, Al, look... I have to count my shots for later tonight. I might have that. Um, yeah, it's hot in here, but I think you're just especially um, burning up because you're burnt up. Yeah, I'm overheating. Uh, look, got a little bit too much sun yesterday, and I look currently like a beetroot. Like, more like a little cherry tomato, Aww, I'd say. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah, that was totally a compliment. I, I turned the aircon on negative 10, so it'll be fine in here soon. Great, you might, you I might can't need wait. an extra jumper. <laughs> Aaron and Alex. Alex, there is a weird new craze going around at the moment. I just showed you the video that's going around online. <laughs> Look, I it's enjoyed people, it. People cutting soap, okay? A weird thing that you probably wouldn't associate with spending a lot of time and doing. Most of that video was like, had they kind of like trait, like they slightly um, made little squares in the soap. A little indent and then they And then they fully cut it. it, like carve it, yeah. Yeah, it was like a and then it's. It's super satisfying to watch, personally. It is. It actually um, gets a sensory meditation response out of the system. It's called ASMR out of your body. It's like when um, the hair stand up on the back of your neck. Yeah. That's sort of the moment that people feel when they see this I soap cutting. <laughs> didn't? Oh, well, a lot of people do get it. And it's a low-grade euphoria moment. So that happy feeling that it makes you feel... It's weird, but it does make you pretty happy, I feel. Well, who doesn't love those things? And, like, when, especially when you're, like, scrolling maybe online, you come across it and you're like, wow, that made me feel really good. I know. And the other thing is, like, people are actually starting to sell soap just for this reason, to cut it. So they're selling special blocks of soap that already got the extra markings in it and people just carve it and put it on Facebook or, or online videos. Yeah, because they were doing, like, um, designing it into, like, rose petals and that. Yeah, very pretty. Yeah, fancy soap. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's Aaron and Alex. <laughs> Aaron and Alex on 2MCE. Al, there has been a lot going on on public transport. I hate the train. I absolutely hate it. I can't deal with it. The bus is worse. <laughs> I got that off my chest. <laughs> I'm glad you let it all out. I don't like, the, I don't like transport either. And um, the reason why... I thought um, it would be interesting to see your point of view and others because I have a friend from England that's come here and she's just all about the public transport, walking everywhere, like it's so convenient, it's so much cheaper and I, um, I'm just not like that. Bring her out to the country, see how she likes walking around everywhere. Yeah, I know. Well, she made her and her, um, my friend walk 25 minutes home. It was just like an unrealistic large hill that I've never actually ever voluntarily walked. That's a bush hike. <laughs> 25 minutes, that's half a bush no, hike. No, I just think that the public transport system is so bad it in is. New South Wales. It's so, so shocking. And the light rail that they've been installing for the past two years yep. is, <laughs> like, costing billions. And apparently the government's 
um, requesting like more money. At least it's pretty. Yeah, it's going to look <laughs> fabulous and just take up so much room. And it won't be ready till mid next year, if that. Oh, so they're still going. They're still it's going. Ages. They have taken so long. They've even put some businesses out. Um, bankrupt because like the construction is right in front and no one yep. goes there. No one goes to their businesses anymore. And like I, it's only got I think it only it goes for twenty three k's. Yeah, it's well. not very long. So it's not really how many people are going to use it. Well, there is the light it's rail around... already in Sydney at the moment, and from all accounts I've heard from a lot of people that used to catch that, it's chockers. Yeah. Like it's absolutely not enough. Well, the trains or and buses are pretty bad too. Yeah. Like, I have a love-hate relationship with the transport system because I used to use it every day at school, but I definitely... It got me there, but I hated it. And I personally, to this day, would only uh, openly use public transport in Sydney if I wanted to get to the city because that's the most realistic way. But everywhere else, it takes, like, two to three times the amount of time it would to drive. Exactly. It takes forever to get anywhere. And it's always... It's not very... It's gross. Yeah. It's, it's dirty. It's crowded, like peak time. It's just ridiculous. And then I also read out that um, New South Wales announced that um, there's a train line um, stopping running in September from Epping and Chatswood. Yeah, which so is the northern massive. line, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're stopping it. They're just stopping it from September. Yeah, they've you got... You know that's affecting 14,000 people and they're going to have to find other alternatives and guess what that is? Bus. The bus. The bus. Which is the worst. Um, I, I read the other day that there's like... 30 buses that are going to cover that one train line. Oh, my god! Yeah, it's a, it's a stupid number that it's not going to work properly. The reason they're get reading, getting rid of that station connection at that particular time is they're putting the new line that goes further north sort of in a different angle. So they need to close that station How to go off How long are they going to close it for, though? I, I know you like have to do it, but like... Months. Like, it's a long time. Imagine if you live up there and you're no. stuck off the bus. Terrible. At least we don't have to walk everywhere. Yeah. I know. I mean, like, first world problems, like, yeah. get get on a bus and get over it. Stop being such a princess, Alex. But it's it could be better. Like, London, the train, the tube and the buses are so good. You get there so much faster. Like, they stop. It's so much... Um, it's just convenient. 100%. New the other, Wales, no. Look, Don't it's like, not convenient, but I do get half-price travel on a concession card, so... There is a little win there, hey? Yeah, not for long. Wait till we get cut off. (laughs) Cut off very soon. You are listening to the Aaron and Alex podcast. Aaron has done our first behind the scenes. Should I say celebrity interview? Oh, I wouldn't say celebrity. Dave (laughs) wouldn't be too happy if I called him a celebrity. But (laughs) I'm only kidding. I did sit down last week with the RSL, the Bathurst RSL president, David Mills. Dave, look, it was great to sit down with him um, and he, he really wanted to highlight that Anzac Day this year, it's quite an important day for a lot of people, look, um, that this year it's about respecting the day and there's a big campaign about respecting the day and um, not celebrating as much but cr- cr- uh, commemorating all the people that suffered um, during that particular time. So check it out now. Aaron and Alex. So Anzac Day is probably the biggest day of the year for you guys. Yeah, there, the there, it is the biggest, uh, but for, for commemoration, so is Remembrance yeah. Day. Uh, yeah, so Anzac Day is definitely the biggest because it, it is the one that uh, people tend to focus on. Yeah. So uh, in Bathurst, it's uh, becoming, I, I was going to use the term popular, but I think that's wrong. Yeah. It's, it's 
people, more people are embracing yep. the message of Anzac. And certainly on Anzac Day, you see the good and the bad of both sides. Yep. And, and unfortunately, some of the students uh, tend to make it more of a celebration than a commemoration. Okay. And that's not saying don't have a beer, don't have a punt, don't go to the races, yep. but just respect what the day is all about. So this year, a bit of a campaign about respecting the day. Yes, there is. Um, What sort of things would you like to see? Um, I I would really like to to see people continue to to enjoy themselves, to continue to, to, well, firstly, commemorate what the day is about, and then secondly, celebrate those uh, characteristics and those uh, personal traits that we're now coming to associate with the spirit of Anzac, yep. uh, but do it in a in a respectful manner. We're using the term "look after your mates," and that's not just about veterans. That's about groups of people. So a group of uni students look after your mates. Yep. Make sure everyone's looking at uh, not necessarily doing the right thing because that's a a community social standard that has to. But look after your mates to make sure that they're okay. What does the day mean to you? Uh, to me personally, it's a it's a day of, of reflection, a day of commemoration. Yep. I obviously uh, think back to those guys that uh, that were killed, those those fellows that that I I knew that didn't come back. Yep. And but also it's it's a time of reflecting of those people that I deal or my team here deals with. Uh, on a day-to-day basis, those guys that come back broken, yep. those those families that are su- still supporting them. So yeah, it's a it's a meaningful time for me when I can think back of, of my heritage, of my my family and what they served, but also of the uh, uh, sacrifice of, of the people that have gone before. Yep. And if you've ever been to the Western Front or to Gallipoli. It really comes home to you what these guys actually did. So how can we support you guys on Anzac Day and throughout? Okay, I think uh, the, the best way to support the sub-branch is to support the veterans. Yep. Uh, every opportunity you get to support the guys um, from Afghanistan, the peacekeepers that are still still serving, and also the guys that give up every Tuesday night to volunteer their time to be part of the Army Reserve. Yep. They're serving, everybody uh, is doing their bit, and we need to um, to honour them as well. So it, it's, to us, it's it's about commemoration, not celebration, yep. and about the fact that it's, it's all about honouring service and honouring sacrifice. So on the actual day, dawn service, Door service is <laughs> it's early. It's, uh, it is early, uh, but to, to put it into context, dawn service is the meaningful service. It's the time of commemoration. Yeah. It's the time of individual uh, reflection, individual commemoration. And we were sharing early on that the sound of people marching as dawn approaches, it's quite... Eerie. Eerie. Yeah. And then to, to lay wreaths and to, to honour those. That's that's the time of personal reflection. Yeah. We look forward to Anzac Day. 
to we do remember. Too. Yes, thank you. Aaron and Alex. You are listening to Aaron and Alex. Alex, reality TV can be super trashy, but we seem to have a very weird obsession with it. I definitely do have a weird obsession. It's pretty... Well, yeah, most people, adults that I speak to, aka my parents, They're the only adults you speak to. (laughs) (laughs) They're the only ones that will. Um, Yeah, but I just... I don't know how much is real and how much is potentially fake. Yeah, look, there's a blurry line there. Um, sometimes it just seems too good to be true. Yeah, and, like, they're, like, just, like, way too, like, the drama is just almost seems unrealistic. Like, how can people come up with this stuff? So I was thinking maybe some of it is slightly scripted. I don't want to admit that all of it is, but I'm going to say that potentially some is. So I did some research. There was okay. a guy that worked on reality shows... Yeah. That did an article about all the things, 13 secrets about reality shows. Okay, hit me with some secrets. Okay. So they basically, um, also the, one of their little tricks is they like mix clips and then they mix the audio. So like it just, they can alternate it into this whole other conversation that didn't actually take place. It's just all this jumbled bits of audio from the same person. Right, so they sort of trick the viewer to make, sh- make them think this audio matches this picture, but it really doesn't. No, exactly. Um, apparently, their um, reality shows are quite cheap towards the contestants. Like if they're on, I don't know, The Bachelor or something, they would obviously get like a daily or a weekly pay. Yep. So, you know, like they're financial, financially stable while they're like over all this time being there for a show, but apparently they're very, very cheap, can like pay up to only $50 a day. 50 bucks a day? Yeah. To learn everything you do about me on that show? No way, I'd never do that. <laughs> I'm worth so you more than won't 50 bucks see Aaron on The Bachelorette? Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's financial regions, obviously. And just like things also, which I found really believable, this fact actually, the, the most believable, that they lie about how long a specific job might take. For example... You know how they're always doing on TV, re, um, like DIY stuff, yep. and like renovation stuff. Yep. And they're saying, yeah, that only took 24 hours. You can get it done. Well, those shows would have huge budgets and they've actually just gotten workers to do it for two weeks and then just done little bits and pieces and meshed oh, so it into Oh, they've done all the prep beforehand, everything yeah. you need to do, and then they send them in there and they're like, you've got 24 hours to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> But we did three quarters. <laughs> yeah, we've done all the work for you. Just do some paint on the walls. Yeah, <laughs> just paint it up. Look like you're really struggling, and we're good. And then some um, significant shows that are very popular and global, globally. So the Hills and Laguna Beach. Have you heard of them? No. They had a similar cast. Okay. They were completely scripted. Right. And it came out that it was completely scripted. And at the end, so Hills was like um, a spin-off. Later on, first was Laguna Beach and they were young and then there were adults working, living, you know, what, what not in Hollywood. Yep. And at the end, the very last scene, they put this ba- – they move – the backdrop starts moving and it's, it's just a painting and then there's just all these cameras <laughs> and stuff and it's just a whole set. It's full scripted. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever didn't know that, you've spoiler alert, yep. it's completely fake. Um, Jerry Springer. Apparently, House Hunters. Yep. Apparently, they've already bought a house and it's just a fake house. Like, that is 
They were going to do it up anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a random one. They're just like, oh, yeah, like this one looks good. Yeah, no. Apparently that's completely fake. Yep. And The Apprentice apparently too. It's fake? Yeah. Well, apparently. Like I don't want to come to any conclusions, but this is what this guy has put out that is like he suggests is very fake. Well, at least we're not fake. At least we're real. Yeah, we're we're real. We're it's this is all us. Only half. <laughs> we hide some things, okay. <laughs> for for your own health and safety. Aaron and Alex on Two MCE. Al, have you looked into someone's soul before? <laughs> wow, in-depth question. A very deep question for you, Monday. It. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, well, I found a new way you can do it. Really? Yes. All you have to do is jump on their computer and look at their Netflix and what they've been watching. <laughs> All you have to do is jump on there. Like, it's crazy on what some people watch in their spare time. Right. And look, our Netflix, our whole family's connected up together. And I actually find our Netflix are very, very different. So, really? for example, look, Dad, all that's on here is fishing shows and like hardcore porn and those shows where they look at stuff like that. That's all that's on there. Oh, okay. Right, fair. But with so mum, no, there's no like action movies? No, not a whole lot of that. But oh, like okay. true, mum's more into The Crown like you've watched and those strong female lead shows. She loves them with her true crime and all that sort a of good stuff. Good wife? Yeah, she loves ah, that sort of stuff. It. <laughs> mum loves those sort of shows. And then my brother, look, it's all dry comedy. He loves his comedy. Nice. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, it's all on there. It's all it's funny stuff. Oh, has he nearly finished it all? Yeah, he has. Nice. You know what's quite funny actually when you go into his episodes, you fast forward a couple of episodes, and when next time they go to watch it, they're like, mm, Mr. Bill. Aaron, don't meddle. <laughs> don't meddle. It's you meddler. What's on yours then? Look, Let's compare ours. Mine's pretty difficult. The problem I find with mine all the time now is um I told you about that time I watched um, a Japanese movie once that had subtitles throughout the whole thing um, when I was really tired one night. Um, so now all these Japanese shows pop up and I have to suggested. translate them all. Yeah, and suggest it. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Oh. But I don't like... Yeah, mind. it doesn't sound like you really embrace the Netflix. Yeah, I do. I don't mind a little rom-com. Okay, like what? Um, I don't know what I've been watching recently. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to tell you what's on mine. And okay. I actually um, do you know, use my expenses to help um, approximately three others that are on my Netflix and not paying. <laughs> You're giving. I you don't am. have to give to charity, just do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're setting such a good example for the <laughs> listeners. So, okay, I've been currently watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's absolutely hysterical. Yep. Jessica Jones. Yeah, not a huge fan, but yeah. I love the female role in her. Like, she's hilarious. The Crown, obviously, but apparently seasons two is better. So I'm just, you know, trying to get through the first. Then we've got my sister. And, oh, what do you know? It's all children's shows. Um, yeah, what do you she mean, like 15-year-old shows? Well, she does like a bit of Disney, to be honest. Oh, really? So we've got Keen of, sorry, Queen of Katwi. She's watching Suits. Okay, so she's picked cool. one adult show. Orange is the New Black. She's got two. Uh, what else is she watching? She's watching a bit of Rick and Morty. Oh, wow. I definitely did not expect that. So, yeah, maybe I have learned a little bit here. Yeah, so. And a new show called Shadow Hunters. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully, I just hope they don't put in a new feature. Very different Netflix. Yeah, I don't want to. Apart new... from Suits, I've watched all that. Yeah, I've watched that too. But I don't want a new feature where they show you exactly what, they wa- what someone else watched at a particular time. 
that'd be terrible. Yeah, that's no one's business. Because <laughs> my mum would be like, do you ever sleep? They're my, tra- <laughs> <laughs> my trade secrets. I'm not telling anyone them. Aaron and Alex on 2MCE. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening to Aaron and Alex. Yes, good afternoon. Second hour of the show here. It is Aaron and Alex for your Monday afternoon. Alex, yes. it's good to have you for a second hour of the show, Vasavo. I'm here all both hours each time. I know, you. dedication. You never try and run away. It's good. No, <laughs> I've been tempted, but Aaron's actually got a chain connected to me to the desk, so I don't run. Yeah, connected to your nose. <laughs> <laughs> connected to my septum piercing like a bull. <laughs> we are. But Al, there's been a new ad going around online for our great town here in Bathurst. <laughs> um, local TAFE student Anna Merchant um, created it for her assessment. Check it out. Come to Bathurst. It's the place to be. Forget about the big banana. And we laugh at the big pineapple. In Bathurst, we have uh, uh, a slightly largish gold panna. Fine dining, you ask? Well, do you like Subway? So do we. We have three of them. Like a good drop? Well, so do we. There's a pub on every corner to help us get through the day of being in Bathurst. Bathurst, forever young, except for the bits that are bloody old. Just like our water pipes, full of ye old rust and manganese, chlorine, and that's just the good stuff. Plus, don't forget all the excitement of Mount Panorama. Disclaimer, technically not a mount. Disclaimer, you technically not a mount. are listening to Aaron and Alex. Yeah, look, it's not a mount. Um, it's just a hill, isn't it? A big hill that we all love every year. <laughs> um, look, we will share that one on our Facebook page if you want to check out the full video. It is quite a good laugh. It is, it is... Um really hilarious. You tagged me and Aaron and I was like, oh, well, it's an assessment, so it could be somewhat serious and it's... It's definitely not. It's definitely not and it's definitely good quality and is it Anna, did you say? Yes. She doesn't get a HD. I will be sending a formal email to her teacher. Oh, it's going to have big words in that formal email too. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to Aaron and Alex. There has been a 12-year-old boy that has caused a bit of trouble for his mum. Um, he decided he, after a little fight with mum, we've all had him before, we've all had a fight with our parents, but uh, he decided to take a little trip away just to get away from mum without her knowing. Um, the boy lived in Perth. Yeah. He stole his mum's credit card. He got his passport off his nana. After the argument, he booked a flight from Perth to Sydney and then Sydney to Bali. He made it all the way to Bali. Oh, my gosh, without... (laughs) Booked a hotel room and stayed four nights. Seriously? Yep. And it was a beautiful hotel. Did they know where he was the entire time? Well, the silly boy decided to, um, when he was on the plane ride, Snapchat out the window to all his mates. Oh, my God. (laughs) So put it up on his story that he was on the plane to Bali. That's hilarious. (laughs) He went through the self-serve at the airport. God, he's going to be in so much trouble. Yeah, wait till mum sees him when he gets home. Oh, grounded for months. Like, already in debt at 12. I'd be like, you're paying every cent back. Hope it was worth it. Yeah, but imagine telling your mates. That's hilarious. (laughs) Hey, I haven't been at school for the last couple of days. I've been in Bali. I wish I did something pretty funny and outrageous like that. I just didn't have the 
I just the guts. Di- I didn't. I yeah. really didn't. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, do the uh, all talk, no action. But Look, the- it, it did get me thinking. What have you done behind your parents' back to cause a bit of trouble? Um, Al, I know you're you've been a bit of a troublemaker since I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> Always up to a mess. What have you well, done? Well, you didn't know me in high school, so that's a whole other story. I know, I'm scared. I'd be scared to know you back in, then. Yeah, and in primary school. Yeah, I was a very difficult child. <laughs> um, I'll go out and say that. Uh, so I was thinking, and there's a lot of stupid stuff I've done, but, like, I've never had the guts to run away like that, for example. But there's one, <laughs> there's one story. Um, when I mentioned this to my mum... Uh, what is the most, like, ridiculous thing I've done behind your back? Yeah, what and what I'm saying. look, I didn't, like, do it out of spite. I did it out of, I think, boredom or just, like, frustration. Anyways, um, mum and dad were in bed one night and they heard me upstairs. And at the time, like, that wasn't my room. That was, like, a guest space. Oh, okay. And there was a little balcony out the front. Yep. And I, you know, put myself up on there on the ledge and thought I'd sing a ballad. Okay, what ballad? In the did middle you of sing? the night. Why were you singing ballads? First of all, secondly, what ballad was it? Third, did you have backing music? <laughs> no, I didn't have backing music. <laughs> Back then, I only had a discman. Yeah, like an iPod or something. No, a discman. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you ever have one of them? Yeah, you could have had your discman and just put your headphones on, so you could hear it, and no one else could hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> so apparently, my song of choice was the national anthem. Oh, a classic. <laughs> Real original. Alex? Do you want to give us a couple of lines now? No, absolutely not. Well, all that vocal practice on the balcony in the middle of the night did absolutely no favours because I have no vocal talent. But, yeah, I randomly, in the middle of the night, like, the whole street's sleeping, and I decided to rock out Advanced Australia <laughs> How far in did you get before Mum walked up the no, stairs? No, they didn't say anything. Oh, they let you go the whole time? Yeah. Oh, that's just Alex expressing herself. Let no, they go. were just like, I don't know her. Like, if anyone comes over and complains, that's the it, neighbors. Was, it was it was good old Alec, our other neighbour. <laughs> he has a very feminine voice. Look, I bet I was a little bit of a troublester back when I was a little boy, but um, this was when I was getting a little bit older. Mum and Dad didn't know about this. Don't know till this day. Well, I think they caught on. But <laughs> I used to uh, pretend I was going for a run out of the house, but I'd actually go meet a girl up on the top of the hill. Are you serious? Yep. So you used to wear your god-awful exercise gear? Yep. Wore my running shirt and my running shorts, went up there, and then before I went home, had to do a sprint around the block, so I came back with a big red face. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) My, like, the only question that's cracking me is who is that girl? Very unfortunate, wasn't it? For her, yeah. Yeah, she's out of She had to see you with your knee-length running shorts (laughs) and be like... Hang on a sec, I've got to go for a run around the block. Nice seeing you. Can't help love. You can't help love, that's true. Aaron and Alex on 2MCE. I know you've made a lot of mistakes in your life, but you want to talk about the big ones. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about fairly large mistakes and whether, you know, you know how you obviously know the saying, everyone makes mistakes. Yes, right? everyone makes mistakes. Except for Man But Perfect. what mistakes are too big that you can't find them acceptable enough as just a mistake? So, this morning, right, Turnbull's come out today and stated, you know, didn't use the big M word, mistake. 
but uh, said that it was an error in decision not let, um, banking Royal Commission any sooner and delaying it for two years. Yeah, so there was a lot of backlash over the weekend um, where there was a Four Corners in interview, sorry, not Four Corners, Insiders interview with Barry Cassidy um, where he basically grilled the minister about... Yeah. Um, was it a mistake? And she really wouldn't answer the questions. The Prime Minister's yeah, come out today. Yeah, I did see that. He's come out today and said, yeah, look, I think it is a mistake. Yeah. He's a little bit sorry. I think he is like, yeah. Whoops. Because there's a lot of news coming out of the Royal Commission, like the banks were still charging people's fees that were dead or passed yeah. away, I should use the word, sorry, um, and a lot of other misconduct that they were using on huge commissions to people that really didn't need a Yeah, service. so basically a lot of people are saying that Turnbull's just like listening to the big four banks and providing them money that they don't need because they're already, yeah, as you said, potentially ripping off a lot of their customers. And um, he only apparently came to this realisation slash decision when the bank actually told him it was a good option, these big banks. What do you mean, Sorry. He only made the decision when he was told. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that like he's come out and said that. Yeah, but there were a lot of people previously, yeah, that were like, no, you should do this, no, you should do it now rather than later. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then the big four have gone, you should do it. He's like, yeah, okay. Oh, but I probably need to acknowledge that I didn't listen to anyone else yeah, exactly. and delayed it for two years. So I thought, and not only that, it's backlashed hugely, his large mistake. He's lost a lot of popularity and it's not looking good for him at the moment. I know, poor old Malky. Yeah, I, mean, I like him. We're like he's a pretty man. No, for that's 55 not really what I is. meant. But I meant like I, I don't mind him, and I think I'm just a bit biased because he's from my era at home. But yeah, it is disappointing. So I wanted to, I was trying to think what is some killer mistakes that I've made. But I don't feel like I'm capable, like surely I haven't been capable of shocking ones at this age already, but I'm definitely probably down the track going to do something ridiculous because we all make mistakes. We all do. Look, the big mistake I'm getting called out for all the time at the moment. Not wearing sunscreen. There is that, but that's not what <laughs> I was going to bring out right now. <laughs> um, look, my housemates always bring me up because I don't have an iPhone and I always I made a mistake and got an Android phone and they hate it because when they message me, it's a green message for some reason. I don't get it, but whatever. Because it's a text message and you don't have iMessage. I know. Like, not my problem, their problem. Yeah, exactly. But do you define it as a mis your mistake? Like, were you like, oh, I should have gotten an Apple? I used to have one, but I got rid of it. I've never seen you with an Apple device ever, Aaron. Well... You'll just have to wait and see. I will indeed. You'll, might... you'll, you'll, you'll come over to the good side. I'll get enough. my iPhone 4 back out. We'll check that out. <laughs> nice. I'll shoot um, your text. Take me an hour. So I came up with one fairly large mistake I think a lot of people can agree on. Not buying Bitcoin. Yeah. What a My loss. bank balance is crying saying, why didn't you buy Bitcoin? Literally, you could have bought the smallest amount. Bought 100 bucks worth of Bitcoin. Would have been worth thousands of dollars. I know. Though. Disappointing. But apart from that, I feel like all is quite first world problems apart from, like, in comparison to Turnbull's. And might I add also Barnaby? That was a bit of a rookie error. Yeah, well, love got in he the didn't way. Se he didn't seem to think it was an error, but everyone else <laughs> did. So, yeah. You can't help it. Love gets in the way sometimes. And also I say own, own your large mistakes too. Like, at least come out and be like, yeah, we, we made an error. Whoopsies. Yeah, but when I, I appreciate that a person. I think a lot of people appreciate that about a person if they actually own their mistakes. Fair enough. 
Except for you. Yeah, I don't make mistakes. I've never heard you apologise make a mistake. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. You are listening to Aaron and Alex. Oh. Aaron and Alex on 2MCE. We have a special guest who is... Oh, will we still say special if they've been... It's this third time... I think it's like his fourth or his fifth. Oh, yep, he's exceeding. Not so special guest. No, I'm only kidding. Um, And my housemate, who is editor of The Skew and loves his politics, Nick Ford. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, Nicky, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing It's lovely to have you. Thank you. Look, it's been a couple of weeks since you've been in the um, studio here with us and there's been a fair bit going on in the political landscape, but um, we've seen some bad news coming out of Syria. Yes, yes, unfortunately we have. Um, early this month there was another suspected chemical weapons attack which happened in the Damascus town of uh, Douma. Uh, and it was just on two days ago that um, the OPCW, the Organisation for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, the investigators finally got to the town and now they're finally being able to investigate uh, what happened at the scene and so they can come back to the UN and tell, tell the world what really wouldn't happen and what happened there. So, right, so it's like when a car crash happens, to make it nice and simple and easy and basic, mm-hmm. the car investi- crash investigators haven't been able to get to the scene mm. for weeks. Yeah, but it's, it, it's not as simple as that because, I guess, after the bombings by the US-led coalition like with France and the UK, the Commonwealth uh, the investigators couldn't atta- um, get into the town, so they've, had, they've been delayed for quite a long time. And because they're probably looking for a chlorine gas attack, the, the signs of that may have, you know, um, been disappeared already. So it's going to be harder to prove that the chemical weapons attack even took place. Right, so a lot of the evidence is missing. Yeah, well, it, it, you know, just eventually... And it's also in, like, a, a pretty easy-to-get-to-town, I guess, and so it's, it's going to be a lot more confusing now to find out what actually went on. So do you think we'll ever know what happened? It's hard to tell because you've got, you got America on one side and they're saying unequivocally it happened because it's happened in the past... And you've Russia on the other side, which is putting out a lot of propaganda saying it definitely didn't happen. Uh, even in, really interesting, um, yesterday on Russia Today, the Russian news channel, they had a kid from one of the, from the actual chemical weapons attack, and they, had him, they, they, they talked to him, and it was actually the kid there who had been filmed, and it was shown all, he was shown all over the world. But he said, like, it was like he was just sitting outside, and then they brought me inside, and they were pouring water over my face. So that does throw a lot of, like, questions out there, like, did... Like, um, Did something actually happen to the kid or not? Well, I don't know. It's, it's very strange. But then again, Russia is, you know, very more like very very propaganda. It's hard, it's hard to tell because both sides don't really care. They just want to prove the other side wrong, stuff like that. Yeah. Right. I don't know. And yeah. Complex situation over there at the moment, and I think there's a lot more to come shortly. Yeah. You are listening to the Aaron and Alex podcast. It is Aaron and Alex here on Two MCE now. Look, we do enjoy our new voiceover man. It's a little family here with um, Alex's third roommate being our voiceover man as well. Nick, you're still with us, our political editor. Look, what's going on in North Korea at the moment? Um, Well, it just came out um, last week in the last few days that um, the director of the CIA, Mike Pompeo, secretly met with the leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, which is a very big deal. And and since those um, those talks... Uh, North Korea has said they will halt their nuclear program while the negotiations are taking place. And he says they were going to close down a nuclear testing site, which is a very big deal because in the last few months, they've been testing a lot of nuclear weapons. 
Right, so they're going to get rid of it, but do you do actually think they are going to? Well, they haven't said they're going to get rid of it yet because they're not going to get rid of it until the talks with Trump take place, which would be about maybe a month away now. They're okay. being rushed through. So there's a lot, everyone's speculating, but we don't, no one thinks Trump's a very good negotiator, especially after he doesn't read the briefings that the, 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 his teams gives him. So, you know, with a very delicate situation... Why, why, would, why would anyone expect anything good to come out of these talks? Yeah, you've so. mentioned that he's not... He doesn't really research up, does he? No. Yeah. These really vital it's, yeah. meetings. And, and apparently in, when he wants his um, team to give him briefings, they make sure they put his name in things. He's like, he likes reading about things that he's, has his name in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. And they have to make it really short, maybe 10 minutes long, something like that, because Trump has a very short attention span. It's shocking. <laughs> He sounds like, like a child. He sounds like a little child. Like, okay, like um, they don't want to do something, so you're like, oh, but you can talk about yourself. Okay. <laughs> so that's, they, they slip his name in, so like he'll get more. Wow. But this is definitely not like he is definitely like a child, but he's the one who's talking about denuclearization, which is like really scary. so appropriate. Yeah, like we have Donald Trump. Like our, our the hands of the entire world are in the hands the way the the. The lives of the world are in the hands of Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. Yeah, like, like the scary. American president is always being seen as technically the most powerful hmm. character on earth. Exactly. And now that's him. And reality TV star. Yeah. Which we were discussing before, by the way, Nick, we, we, there is a conspiracy theory that The Apprentice was entirely scripted. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... With um, Mr. Trump in mind, uh, you got a little game for us this afternoon. Um, well, before coming here, I looked up a few tweets that Trump had made about um, North Korea. And so I think we should play a little game called Tweet or Fake News. And so I want you guys to try and pick if what I read out is a, tr a Trump tweet or is it um, not a tweet, not something he, he okay, said. Our, so it's just completely fake. Are we a team or are we individuals here? Oh, gosh. We'll see. Okay, go the first one. It <laughs> depends right. how competitive this gets. This could get super competitive, Nick. Watch out. All right, then. All right, the first one. Why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? Oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend, and maybe someday that will happen. <laughs> Firstly, Fake. I think it's true, but imagine those two, like, you just see a photo of them going out for a beer at the pub. You're <laughs> ugly. You're ugly. You're short and fat. They sound like preschoolers. But yeah, literally. What is going on? Um, I'm going to say fake because surely not. I'm saying real. That is. It's a tweet. It's probably, no! Probably Are you serious? One nil to me. He tweeted that. Okay, um, the second one, guys. Kim Jong-un is, um, Jong is a rocket man on a suicide mission for himself and his regime. If it is forced to defend itself or its allies, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Oh. Real. After that previous one, I'm going to believe everything. You're agreeing with me? Okay, I'll go with you on this one. Is he saying real? No, it, he <gasps> said, it's not a tweet. He said that at the UN, but... Oh, he actually he said, it. He said, he it, said it. it. He said it, but it's not a tweet. Okay, fair. So I'm saying no point. He yep. still said that. That is yep. crazy. At the UN. Oh, my... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. North Korea has launched another missile. Does this guy have anything better to do with his life? Real. I don't know, do you? You're tweeting. <laughs> I'm going to say real. That's real. Yes. Oh, wow. All right, this is the last one i got for you guys. Yeah, last one. Uh, North, Korea, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that the nuclear button is on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but it is a much bigger and more powerful one than his. My button works. 
Yeah, I heard he said this one. I'm pretty sure that no. was true. Yep. <sighs> That's true. Yep. Trumpy's button is bigger. We all know it. I'm questioning. <laughs> okay, now I'm just questioning, like, any successful person now. This is just crazy. Mm. Well, question me to... when you're ready. I worry. I worry that I say stupid things on the radio, which, <laughs> like, we don't know how many people are listening, but... We're going to say a slightly less fraction than who <laughs> follow Donald Trump on Twitter. There's, there's a really funny thing I've seen some people do. They, they get his tweets and then put it in crayon writing and it looks, like, <laughs> it looks exactly like a, pre- a preschool would have written it. Yeah, that would, that would be more believable if a preschool kid had said it too. It is. It is Aaron and Alex for your Monday afternoon. Thanks for joining us again this week again, Nick. We look forward to seeing you again next week. You are listening to Aaron and Alex. Look, Al, it is the end of the show, but we do have a little bit of time here. It's time to play our favourite game, Yes, No, this afternoon. Yes or no. Only two answers from Yaren, so no doodle-duddling today. Okay, time is short. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Okay, let's start. Writing, wash me on the back window of a dirty car. Yes, for sure. Do it. Never done it before. I have done it before. Nice. It's fun. That's, yeah, I that's felt real bad. so bad when I did it. Ooh. You're real bad. I'm going to report boy. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Saying, have a good one after finishing a conversation with someone, no matter how brief it was, yes or no? Have a good one. Yeah, I especially, always say that. Especially when you're speaking to older blokes because they love have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one, mate. See yeah, ya. I like that. All right. Dipping fries into a, a soft serve, yes or no? Um... No. I've done it. It's not that bad. Yeah, not a fan. Try it. Don't mix hot cold. My friend, That's my rule. My friend uh, um, dips her fries in a vanilla thick shake from Macca's. Okay, well, you just gave them Upset. a free plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, let's, what else can I come up with? I'm, oh, this one. Those long videos people post after coming home from a holiday. Yes or no? Oh, with the montage of all yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a five-minute vlog that no one watches for more than 30 seconds. Yes or no? I love the one with the GoPros. It's just the GoPro footage all cut up and put together. And just heaps of all this, like, trap. Like, yeah. when they're, like, like... And then the beat drops when they've, like, reached the mountain. Duh. Some of it is amazing. I do like some of it, but um, excessive ones. Yeah. I like it when there's the song and it's a banger from five years ago. Yeah. And it pops up. Nice. It's a definite no from me. I actually, I do, no, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes to the, um, like proper, like adventure scenic ones. Yep. No to the vlogs. I don't care how good of a time you had at Coachella. I will figure out how good it is when I go. Fair. That's, that's fair. I'll yep. take that one. All right. Good. Um, I have people... one for you. Oh, okay. Go. Yeah. What this about? This is my game, but. Yep. Well, I'm going to butt in here. <laughs> Picking your nose in the car. Yes. Yes. Why? Have you seen me do that? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, picking your nose in the car and then putting it, under leaving the it under the seat. Yep. Yeah. Ew, your car's gross, so is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, we're both going to end up getting in both of ours at some stage, surrounded by boogers. And you've just let a really dirty habit of mine be that exposed. That is all we have time for this afternoon. It is Aaron and Alex for your Monday afternoon. Look, Al... I'm not driving your car again, um, and definitely I'm not cleaning it, but (laughs) we'll check that out. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This has been Aaron and Alex. Please subscribe to our podcast and like us on Facebook.